We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Podcast. We're talking Wednesday's six-game midweek slate. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Ryan Belangi. Unfortunately, the DraftKings slate was submitted early. It came out, I mean, sorry, it came out late, so Jordan Cooper is not with us. But before we dive into the six games, we have a special treat for everyone listening and watching. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E.com. Ryan, so we just sat through, I don't know, two upsetting games, I I, I want to say. Uh, we had a red card in the first 10 minutes in, uh, for Newcastle, so Ryan Frazier was subbed off. And he was going to have the exclusive set piece role for Newcastle. And then Rafinha got a late winner for Leeds. Not a winning day for us, I believe. Uh, so let's let's turn that around Wednesday. Is that a good idea for us? Yeah, definitely. Not a winning day. Uh, when Ryan Frazier goes off nine or ten minutes in, you have him in every lineup. Um, and a lot of Newcastle. You know, I think a lot of people were on Newcastle today and yeah, the red card kind of just killed the game. No goals in any of the games. But anyway, yeah, let's move on to this uh, six-game slate. Um, it's interesting. Two of the games start 45 minutes later uh, than the other two. So you might have a little scrambling to do. There's a little bit of scramble today. I, I wasn't planning on playing Gallagher. And then uh, Milivojevic and Olise weren't in the lineup. So... Scrambled to get some Gallagher in, uh, you know, Tyler Roberts, 4,000, ended up starting at forward, changed some things. Didn't didn't work out too well, but so, yeah, just plan for that. Um, but, yeah, just to break down the slate, three uh, really big favorites all on the road. Chelsea, uh, slightly the biggest favorite away to Watford, uh, then City away to Villa and Liverpool away to Everton. Um, each of those teams have a very similar goal total, uh, about 2.1. Uh, then after that wolves home to Burnley, 
Um, they are minus 105. Uh, West Ham home to Brighton plus 104. <clears throat> and then the closest matchup, Southampton home to Leicester. Uh, Southampton plus 145. Leicester plus 198. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, first glance, you know, haven't had too much time to look at it, but there are a lot of defenders worth playing, um, a few midfielders worth paying up for, um, a couple. You know, at least one sort of egregious price uh, in the midfield. A um, some interesting prices at forward. Um, I think the decision, at least for cash games, is uh, where to punt or where to pay down. Um, forward, midfield, defender. I don't know. Um, we'll try to figure it out. Uh, what do you think? How do you how do you see the slate? Or you want to start at forward or? Yeah, we can do the usual forward first, but uh, just building off what you said on, you know, this late scramble, we definitely had that today. And the thing is, so one of the second matches, you have Manchester City, you have Pep Roulette, and that is, I think there's 100% going to be a scramble with that because there's a chance Cole Palmer, you know, a guy that started a couple matches ago, he starts up front. I put in at, at Rotowire, uh Alexander Zinchenko. I put him in this morning because it's not like uh, De Bruyne, Foden, or Graylish are going to be ready to start. It doesn't look like. So if Zinchenko's in there, he's 3.8K at defender. And the thing with that is, you know, the late scramble. <laughs> if if he's starting again in that midfield spot, he's going to be uh, very popular, I'd say. And that would definitely change everyone's lineup in that case. But yeah, that's a good point. Just you know, we can touch on tournaments later. But um, first thing, it makes me think that City are going to be under-owned in tournaments. Um, a lot of people will just be making lineups before, even before the City and Liverpool lineups come out. The Liverpool one isn't likely to be that surprising. So, you know, people sort of know what to do there. I can see people just sort of being done even by the time the City lineup comes out. Um maybe not getting some of those guys in and then Zinchenko. Yeah. Um, 3,800. Yeah. I think he's a good play, especially because, you know, in the lineups, at least I've seen for now, if you don't have Foden or Mares in there, Zinchenko will likely split the sets with, with Gundogan for, for 3,800, but I still don't know, you know, he never really ends up that popular and he probably would be on this slate, but it's tough because there's, there's so many uh, expensive defenders to play. So it's just, a, yeah, a lot of decisions. Um, obviously lineups, lineups are going to dictate a lot of that, but um, yeah, there's just a lot of ways you can go, I guess. Yeah. So over the weekend, it was basically the discussion we had was to Salah or not to Salah. And it turned out it was to Liverpool or not to Liverpool because a lot of the winning lineups I saw, it was, you know, just full of Liverpool. Like Tiago got the goal at, at whatever price he was. And he was, he was a popular second forward people went to. And, you know, Salah, he didn't, he had the assist and he had 15 points. So it was kind of like, if you faded Salah, but still went with, I don't know, five, six other Liverpool players, you probably had a good day just because of the other matches on the slate. But Salah, yeah, 10.5, expensive. Yeah. Um, 
too expensive for this slate, at least for me. And uh, you, funny you say that you bring up some bad memories. If you play five or six Liverpool players, I, I played six Liverpool players, which is the most you can play in the in the big. Um, I forget what it was, three thirty three maybe. Um, but they weren't Jota and they weren't Tiago. Um, so somehow I didn't end up cashing with six Liverpool players when no other team did anything. But yeah, anyway, Salah again, 10-5. No, I mean, I don't think you can do it on this slate. Like GPP on a six game slate where, where Salah is the most expensive, he's like makes more, more sense for GPP because you'll get him uh, less less owned than he usually is. Um, and Liverpool has just been playing amazing. I mean, they're just tearing teams apart. Uh, I think Everton are in trouble in, in that game, but yeah, not for cash. Um, I don't know. So, so then let's stick, stick for cash for now. Um, so who's the, you know, who's the first forward you go to, or who's the, I guess, forward in the expensive range that you're looking at? I mean, again, this is Pepper Roulette. If Riyad Mahrez is in there, he's going to be he's going to be the guy, really. Uh, again, that depends on some other things, but when Mahrez is in the team, he's taking a lot of set pieces. Sometimes he's you know he's splitting with Gundogan in there, but eighty five hundred, you know, he has those big Champions League matches uh, just going down. Jared Bowen, he's didn't start last match, so you got to think he's going to come back in and be close to a full ninety seventy nine hundred. And those are probably the two, you know, the main guys in there. Like you don't want Townsend against Liverpool at 7,800. 7, McNeil is, you know, 7,700 away to Wolves. Again, not a great spot. So it's guys that are okay overall. Um, I mean, I kind of like uh, just speaking of cash games, just, you know, Mr. Cash himself, Pascal Gross, like 7,900. If we're getting the same Brighton lineups that we've been getting, you know, uh, that's I think it's just going to be a pretty even match against West Ham. Like he's pretty much a given for what ten to twelve points every week, just because of set pieces, basically. So he's probably the, the uh, main place I'd look at there, um, just in terms of you know forwards, eligible yeah. forwards with set pieces. Yeah, um, I pretty much agree with that, um, Mares. Yeah, for eighty five hundred, it's probably a little bit too cheap. Um, so he he probably make, he makes sense um, at the top range of forward. Bowen and Gross, yeah, I, you know I I probably yeah I think you could go with either guy. I probably lean Bowen in that spot just just for the upside. I mean, two goals, four assists, plays for the home team, probably the slightly better team versus Gross, who doesn't have a goal yet and isn't taking that many shots, um, but he's safe. Yeah. If you can get there. Um, There's also a chance Cresswell doesn't play. So that may give Bowen more set pieces. I know, yeah. you know, Ben, Ra ben Rama has been taking some and Fornals has been taking some. So that's something in there, but if Cresswell yeah. is out, that's gotta mean good things for Bowen though. Yeah, definitely. Um, at least he'll take all the left the left footed ones. Um, maybe a couple others. Um, mm -hmm. Then McNeil, yeah, you know I think Ashley Westwood's out, um, so I'm not so sure that that means like a monopoly for McNeil. It probably doesn't, but uh, it might mean a few extra ones. 
away to Wil Wolves isn't terrible. So, you know, he seems like a similar option to Gross. Um, then, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I, I was tinkering around with construction and I wanted to pay down at at least one forward spot. Um, first yeah, I thing, mean, there are options. That's the thing. Yeah, there, Just... there are options like past the 7K range. And, you know, Antonio is... I wouldn't necessarily call him a cash play. Well, I definitely wouldn't, but 6,800. I mean, that's the cheapest he's been all season. Uh, I guess that's okay, but I'd probably just keep going down. Um, there isn't much though. I mean, Southampton forwards are cheap. Again, you're not going to get set pieces, but maybe, you know, Armstrong Adams, and you can go a little bit lower. You could maybe get half the watt for set pieces with, uh, Hucho Hernandez. I don't know if you want to do that against Chelsea, but you know, depending on the lineup. Um, and then Wait, did you scroll past Kai Havertz here, fifty nine hundred? Ooh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, I got Havertz here, fifty nine hundred. That price tag sticks way out. Um, now, like, it's so I would say that he's going to play sixty minutes, and that's why he's right. priced like that. Like. It's almost for sure, you know, he's going to start in the number nine and Lukaku is going to come on, especially after Tuchel said that he's ready for more minutes now. So like, yeah, Havertz price jumped out at me right away, but you got to figure that's that's for 60 minutes. Now against Watford, you know, that that might be OK. So mm -hmm. like, I think you could go there. I mean, what, what do you think? Do you do? You, yeah. What do you think? I mean, I'm always in the fade Havertz camp, even though, even when he's cheap, I think it was what, it must have been early this season or even late last season. Like he always had this, I don't know, around 5,000 price tag, even probably sub 5,000 at times, just because he has no floor really. And, you know, he's figured things out a little more this season, I guess. And he's, but he does 60 minutes and he's coming pet, uh, coming from a uh, hamst minor hamstring issue. So that's another thing to worry about. And sure, he's, he's you know, he's an ultimate GPP play and everything. Like, obviously, you're going to play him over, what, a 6,000 Tiago. So Chelsea yep. are the bigger favorite. You're probably – he's probably the safer option. I guess safer probably isn't the right word, but – he's more likely to score than the guys around him. So that's right. what you want in GPPs. And if you're fine with the 60 minutes, like, sure, go for it. And you're probably going to want to, obviously in that situation, you're going to want to stack him with other Chelsea pieces. So, Yeah, and these uh, anytime goal scoring odds uh, up on the Roto-Wire cheat sheet, Havertz is third, um, third at plus 120. Salah minus 140. Raul Jimenez plus 110 and Havertz plus 120. So yeah, 5,900. That's pretty good. Uh, wouldn't do it in cash though. Um, it's kind of, yeah, I wonder like with those odds, you think people are going to be using Havertz in cash? I don't know. Like it, it, I guess it depends what, it depends what, what people use for a construction, but I could see it. See, I, you know, I'm not the best guy to, to ask for who, yeah. what people are going to do. Only because I'm not in cash, like looking at people's lineups, just because I don't like normally play cash. But I don't. Listen. It seems bad to me. It seems <laughs> Havertz in cash seems bad to me. Like I, 
I could argue with people on this, but I'd play Armstrong over him. I'm not, I'm not saying Armstrong is a cash play, but give me 90 minutes of Armstrong over 60 of Havertz for the same price. I mean, Armstrong's got a floor and he can score goals too. So yeah, I don't know. Will he be owned? I, I wish I could tell you. I mean, probably not too much on a six game slate. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I got to think, you know, just everyone who, who runs their lineups through the odds, I'm sure on a lot of optimizers and everything, like he's got to be high up there in terms of value just because of those goal odds, just because of the price. I mean, like it kind of, it kind of makes sense. Like usually when you get, you know, these cheap forwards with good goal odds, they're usually, some people will use them. Like, of course, they're not going to be probably 20 plus percent, but there will be people that use them. I think probably around maybe 10% and, you know, main single double ups, that kind of thing. But obviously nothing, yeah. nothing overwhelming though. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it. If you, you especially know, on a six game slate, I guess you could say. Right, if you go strictly by the, the goal odds, um, I guess it makes sense. They're 5,900, but I don't know. Uh, people normally play for a little upside there, want to get a bigger floor, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem great to me. Um, is there any, any other cheap forwards? Uh, like, I mean, again, yeah, Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that range. Hernandez, Wood, Richarlison. I mean, it's weird to see Richarlison 4,900. I mean, Everton have been really bad. I mean, really bad. I think like yeah, Richarlison just can't play as the uh, central striker. He provides almost nothing in terms of fantasy. Yeah, and that's a pretty tough spot. Um, I mean, I do like Nathan Tella as a player for Southampton. He, I, don't, I think maybe he started one match this season, but again, this is midweek, so there will be rotation that you don't expect um sure he's a guy that might get 70 minutes but he's 4100 and he's pretty active with the ball i'm just that's probably not gonna happen but in case it happens that's tidbit there for the people (laughs) oh joe joel pedro at 3500 he may start just because watford have a ton of injuries but he's a watford player going against chelsea so you know yeah you know maybe option yeah these options you know, not being so great down here. Maybe Theo Walcott, thirty five hundred. There you go. I mean, I don't think him or Tella is starting, but you're right. It's midweek. They could. Um, I guess these options are all kind of bad. So maybe people yeah. will go to Havertz. I mean, to be honest, I just play Cucho. I mean, if you want to take right? that route, yeah. I just like. Just for cash, like right. if he's taking the sets, I don't know, 5K seems okay. I mean, I'd much rather play um, a player against Chelsea than City or Liverpool. Not that it's like, you know, just if they give up a, li- a, a little bit more fantasy points than uh, City or Liverpool. Right. Um, yeah, just the overall thought with that is I just don't know about, like, I've been – I kind of like Watford in, in uh, some recent matches, but they just have so many injuries right now that I don't know what they're what they're going to be looking like because they're not going to have Sar, they're not going to have Dennis. Like those two guys have been have some had some really good matches this season. They play on the wing, and I don't know how much how threatening they're going to be yeah. I guess, in this match. So no, I I agree. Like they they're in a tough spot with the injuries, and they might just get dominated. Uh, 
Hernandez just I, I like him uh, as a fantasy player. I guess he he gets fantasy points. I guess uh, with for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, but I think yeah, at fifty five hundred is is a fine fine option there. Uh, not, yeah, you know, not the best matchup at Southampton, but I yeah, like that's another one. Like he's. He's the same price as like these Aston Villa guys that are going against Man City, like Leon Bailey and then Ali Watkins. Like he's probably going to do better than those guys. Even Joshua yeah, King, right there, he just has a better matchup than those guys. All this is like making Havertz look even better. I mean, just better, better than better than these options, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, okay. I mean, you're if you don't. If you're not looking to spend, you know, sub 6K, it's probably you're just looking at all the favorites is, is mainly what we're talking about outside of, you know, Bowen and Gross. I personally, I like just the price tag here, but Sadio Mane's 8,200. Mm-hmm. When you compare Salah at 10.5 and Jota at 9.3, like that's that seems like the most reasonable way to go there. Yeah. Um Speaking for for tournaments, uh, I, I totally agree. Just the the price tag on Mane will mean that uh, I'll have him more than Salah or Jota for for sure. Without even you thinking think that price it. will make him more popular though? I, I mean, I would hope so. Like you could gauge like how sharp the soccer attorneys are getting by it or not by the popularity on these three Liverpool forwards like with nothing else considered sal or sorry mane should absolutely be the most popular he's just he's clearly the best play when he's a thousand dollars cheaper than jota and and more than two thousand cheaper than salah i mean i always think of these liverpool guys as like all of them have similar chances at scoring two goals so i don't really want to look too much more into it than that and so start with price i mean yeah, it's a no-brainer for me, but you're it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. You know, people are looking, oh, two goals for Jota, one goal for Jota. They're kind of looking at that. But I feel like Jota's been the cheapest of that trio almost all season. And and then as for Mane, like, I don't know if it's been this season, but there's been times when Mane and Salah are fairly even in terms of pricing. So, like, when you're paying – 2.3 up for Salah. I guess that's the GPP move because a lot of people probably aren't going to be doing that. And then, you know, Salah gets the hat trick or something, but. Yep. No, yeah, that's a, you know, that's a good GPP strategy to pay up for guys when, when people aren't going to, and Salah is like a great candidate for that. Um, yeah. So let's move to midfield. I mean, just to like finish off with forward. So if there's, you know, from from a cash perspective, um, when it's tough to decide, uh, when where it's tough when it's tough to decide like what your construction is going to be or where to spend down at, like rather than forcing it, just like I'll think of like well, who's the best punt? Like what position has the best punt? So I guess we can see if there's a punt at midfield, see if there's a punt at defender. Rather than like forcing a punt at forward to make sure you get in the expensive guys you want at the other positions. Now, like that's okay too, but I guess it depends on the quality of punts, I guess is the point. But uh, yeah, let's uh, move on to midfield. 
Yeah, uh, I guess up before that, I guess this kind of ties to Reese James, but for Calum, Calum Hudson-Odoi, uh, I mean, sure, he may not start even, so his question might not matter, but he's 7,500. Uh, what do you, what do you think the difference is between him playing as, you know, an, a regular, you know, attacking midfielder, uh, compared with playing on the wing, which is possible, you know, if Reese James is out or something like that, uh, do you consider playing on the wing for more crosses, that kind of thing? Or you think that the higher upside as an attacking midfielder is, hmm. are you more likely to play him in that, in that usual attacking midfield role? Yeah, I think I'd rather have him in the attacking midfield role. Um, just, just because it's more goal upside. Like I do like him sometimes in that wingback role, but it depends. Like, um, if Lukaku was starting, for instance, I'd expect like more crosses if he played there, but like there, there was a thing with Chelsea last year and the year before last where, uh, like Reese James, for instance, he would normally play at that position. Some games he would get double digit crosses and some games he would barely cross. And it depended, uh, whether or not Giroux or Tammy Abraham was starting, then Reese James would cross more. But if Timo started up top, then they wouldn't cross as much. So I don't really know if they're, uh, if that's still a thing uh, with Lukaku, but you know, it probably is like, I like to play those wing guys more when they have someone to cross to and when they're, when they're trying to cross, but like just in general, I'm in it for the upside. So if I play Hudson and I want him to score a goal. Mm -hmm. So definitely want him in the front three. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. I, that uh, Chelsea theory probably probably checks out, but we just haven't seen Lukaku in a month, so we forgot about what happened in all his matches. But right, yeah, for midfield, I think there's you know the first guy that stood out to me, and probably what I'm going to build at least my cash lineups around is Ward Prowse. He's down to seven thousand in you know uh, I guess yeah Southampton are favored. Uh, even though it's slightly, but they are favored. They are home against Leicester, who still won't have Yuri Tielemans in the midfield. And I think that's, I think that's, he's going to be probably in cash games. He should be the highest owned players. Is that long lines of what you're thinking? Yeah. He should be the, the highest owned player in cash. It's just, it's like, it's a clear misprice. Yeah. 7,000. I mean, it's a big misprice too. Like, he should be eight on this slate. Some he was 8,000 at more. Liverpool last match. <laughs> right. Like you could argue that, you know, he could be eight, five on this slate pretty easily. Um, again, like slight favorites against Leicester who aren't as good with Tielman's and just, yeah, Leicester, Leicester's more def, more vulnerable. I don't know than, than, Maybe I shouldn't say then people realize people probably realize this now, but the salary doesn't show that. I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's just a great price, I guess. Uh, it should be a pretty even match. 7,000 for Ward Prowse taking all the sets with PK duty seems, seems good enough to me. I don't think there's much more to say. Yeah. So if you, if you do end up punting on a forward, so you're probably going to have some money. Well, maybe not probably because there are some expensive defenders, but do you find, is there any reason just to go with another one of these midfielders here? Like we're, no, you're not going to be going with Mason Mount or anything, but you got Gunduan at 8,300, a 
a, I don't know, a revived James Madison here at 8,100. Seems like an extreme price. Uh, what, he was 6,000 against Watford last match. Probably not the way to go. Um, ZH is at 7,800, and that's kind of about it for the midfield only plays there. Yeah. Um, it's I, no, so I think Madison, I guess we'll start with Madison. Um, I mean, I'd play Gundwan over Madison. That's, yeah, that's what my look so, would be. It's funny. It's funny that it's come full circle now, but, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sort of on Madison again. Uh, just, so not necessarily for this slate, but just in general, I think the salary is pretty accurate. I mean, this is Madison back to his role. Without Thielman's in there, he's been taking pretty much everything. You know, sort of sort of running the show. Um, yeah, the the six K against Watford last weekend. I mean, he was way underpriced then. Is he overpriced now? I don't know. Like. It, He's he's probably efficiently priced now. So like I think you can go to Madison. I mean, like you can argue that you know M- Madison has more upside than than Ward Prowse. At least I don't know. Maybe at least at least I think so. I mean Ward Prowse doesn't really score or assist from open play, but he scores and assists a lot from dead balls. Um, yeah, Gunduan. Like I think you can, I think you could go there too. Um, he's taking set pieces now. I guess it, it depends on the lineup, but he he's got upside too. So I think you can pay for those spots. I don't think it's like necessarily a mistake. Again, it depends like what you do at the other positions, but like those are good options. Um, if ZH was going to play ninety minutes, like matchup against Watford's good. Um, I didn't check the set pieces from last game, but it seemed like Alonzo was taking more than, than Alonzo took a ton and James even, I, I don't know if James is going to play, but James was back on sets too. And just like the uncertainty around ZH, I probably wouldn't play ZH. Um, seems like a better tournament play, but yeah, he still had a floor of 16 last game. He had two set pieces. Alonzo had 13. James had four. Yeah. So I guess depend depends on the lineup. Um, if Reese James isn't in, you'd probably split him with Alonzo for sure, but probably not like a cash play on this slate. Decent price though, decent tournament play. Um, but yeah, so if we're not going to spend up, because those are pretty good spend up options. Madison, I guess I I think I would rate Madison slightly above Gundogan. So but... I'm, I'm getting here. I'm getting the vibe that your GPP move is going to be your stack in Madison, Vardy, and Barnes. Is that is that what's going on? I don't know if I'll have the money for all that because you know we'll get to it in a second. But I'm going to want to play three good defenders, even even for tournaments. I mean, most likely. Um, so it's going to be tough to pay up in all the spots, but Harvey Barnes is cheap. So yeah, I mean, since we're in midfield, it's cheap. Yeah. Um, and you know, probably rightly so, you know, people probably know I like Barnes, but this Lester team isn't, this Lester team isn't like what they were at a time last season or even at points earlier in this season. Um, I don't know. They, I don't like the way they've been playing quite as much, but I like, I like Barnes's price. So yeah, like 
really good tournament play uh, for that price because you're, you're going to need cheap goals on this slate, at least, uh, you know, for the construction that I like to play, like if, if I'm paying up for the floors at defense and trying to find cheap goals in my attacking spots, then yeah, give me a guy who's 4,500 or 4,900 and, you know, essentially playing in the front three. Uh, definitely. Um, what else? Yeah, the so did- uh, what else for midfield in like the mid range? I don't know if there's anything. I was just I'm just scrolling through the list here, and Buendia pops up at 5300. We had I don't know a 10 minute conversation about it last podcast. He ended up only playing five minutes, so that's just uh that's just how lineups and managers work. And uh, we're only guessing here right now. But yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, Ashley Young started that last match, and he had 17.3 points. Now he's at 4,700 against Manchester City. Probably not a thing to do. I mean, above 5,000, like, so if we go below, what, ZH at 7,800, and then above 5,000, like, I'm not really looking at any of those guys. I see no reason to play really any of them. I guess that was kind of the same situation in forward, unless – Unless I'm missing yeah. something here. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. At least definitely not for cash games. Uh, I mean, GPP, like, Four Niles is always, Four Niles is always interesting. Like, his price is a little bit cheaper. You know, we had seen him get up over 7K, um, and he's been taking a few set pieces. Um, so, yeah, like, Four Niles seems like an okay tournament option. We know he has upside. Um, but yeah, Villa, no, I think you can cross Villa off. There's no reason to play anybody against City on this slate. I mean, almost in general, but especially not on a six-game slate. Um, Albrighton's 5,200. He started two matches ago, went the full 90 against Chelsea. I believe he took some sets, too. Um, he's, I mean, he's an option, again, to start. I, again, short week, so you don't know what, what some yes. of these lineups are going to look at. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm just I'm glad you brought that up in general because if All Brighton starts, um I'd be worried about uh Madison's role on corner kicks. Um worried enough not to roster him. I'm not saying All Brighton would take over him, but he's done it in the past and he definitely could. Um I don't think Madison played in that Chelsea game or I mean maybe he came off the bench. I just don't think they had any set pieces is what it was. Right. But yeah, just the the possibility would would make me uh, less interested in Madison. Um, so yeah, then yeah, where do we go? Um, your guy, Jamutinho. Um, hey, he had. I don't know. He I had think they, an amazing chance to score. Yeah, Is that what you're gonna say that, and I think he only had like one cross or one. Or, okay. It ended up being three corners, but for, I don't know, the first 60 minutes wolves had no corners and I didn't know what was going on, but okay. Uh, Moutinho- ten- yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, but I, I'm going to make a, like within, within 10 minutes of that game, it was, this was in the first 10 minutes. I mean, he got the ball as far forward as I've ever seen him center of the 18, no one in front of him, clean through shot on goal. I, I was like, like after we talked about him, I was almost for sure that he was going to score. I mean, unfortunately it's probably the best chance he's going to get to score all season. Um, but 4,200, like I'm, I'm helping make your Moutinho argument. He's, he's shown a decent floor. Um, so 
maybe you can punt there. Um, I think win- in that matchup, uh, we're not, I mean, we're not really going to talk a lot about it because it's Wolves and Burnley, uh, lowest implied total there. But so Burnley has two of their regulars out. You already mentioned Westwood and then uh, was it Ben Me or Tarkowski's out in the back line. So Nathan Collins is starting and it's projected Jack Cork's going to be starting in central midfield. I think he's more defensive than Westwood is. So I think those two guys out, it's going to mean more defensive play than Burnley regularly play. And I think that would help, you know, a guy like Matinho in terms of his floor and set pieces. So. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because yeah, Burnley already are a team you like to target. They already give up a decent amount of fantasy points. They should be worse without Westwood, who never comes off the field normally. Yeah, so like for me, who a guy who just never basically never plays Moutinho, this like seems like as good of a chance to play him. So he, actually, he might one more thing here. So Ruben Neves is suspended. So, mm. and he's, so they usually play with those two central midfielders and Neves usually gets more forward than Moutinho. So we get Den Docker in here. Um, he's usually more defensive. Do you think that's going to sway you even more because of uh, Den Donker's playing next to Moutinho? I'm not sure how many times those guys have started next to each other this season, but it's another thing to consider here. Yeah, it is another thing to consider. Um, so uh, I would think, I guess I it didn't change that much. Yeah, I'm just looking at the match. No, no, no. Here. I'm just saying, I would think, uh, yeah, it should mean Moutinho plays more forward. Um, but you know, maybe sure they don't have, maybe then they don't have, uh, quite as much just of an, of an advantage in general without Neves and Moutinho. Like for instance, yeah. uh, they might dominate the game more. Uh, if Nevis is in there, I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I know it, it's a good point. Um, I guess I should finish it off with though. I'm like almost probably never playing Moutinho in GPPs anyways, but he does look like a better, he does look like a decent cash option. I think, I think you could go there. Um, your guy, I see that you mentioned, uh, at the start, where is he? Same price, Cole Palmer. Um, I would be fine with Cole Palmer especially because, um, let's see, just his, looking at the lineup. His uh, first start here is, I guess, his only start. He had nine point, a floor of 9.7 in the win against Everton. So, Yeah, and he uh, he basically played center forward. He was basically mm-hmm. playing the false nine. Uh, I saw, you know, some formations pre-match had him in the wrong spot. They get City's formation wrong quite a bit. But, you know, if Bernardo Silva starts with, uh, Jesus and Sterling or Mares or two of those three, then yeah, you could expect Cole Palmer to basically play forward. So I'll go there. Like maybe even for cash games, like give me the goal assist upside. Um, and even like you say, decent floor. I mean, obviously it's only a one game sample, but when you're playing in city's front three, you at least have somewhat of a floor. So I, I, I think that'd be, uh, a good option. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, just going, if you want to jump on, if you think, you know, Liverpool are going to dominate the Merseyside Derby here, Jordan Henderson is at 4,600. Fabinho is at 3,600. You know, they're not the best GPP plays, but we saw 
but we saw what Tiago get the goal last game. Hernandez Henderson has he scored this season. He has a couple assists. Uh, Fabinho has also scored. So if it is a match that Liverpool dominate, and if you want to do some Liverpool stacking, like those guys are cheaper than Tiago, and yeah, just and, possibilities uh, overall. Yeah, and Henderson. Uh, Henderson has more upside than people realize, especially when Fabinho and Thiago start. Henderson gets forward and supports the attack quite a bit. He actually he should have done better last game. I mean, he got subbed for for Milner. Normally, Henderson plays ninety. Um, I don't like that he got subbed, but yeah, he does have upside. Uh, not for cash, I wouldn't do it. But there's one other guy I was thinking, seeing seeing if we could pay all the way down. Um, so with Ashley Westwood out, I think Brownhill will split the sets with uh, with McNeil. Um, I, I was just looking at him. I didn't think you were going there, but okay. I, I mean, I think he will. Do, do you? Yeah. I mean, this, this is just a guess, but he's you know he's taken direct free kicks this year. He's taken like one or two other set pieces. You know, Westwood's always on the field, so so it's tough to know. But I've seen Brownhood Brownhill taking before. In the 3,200, like, you know, if you need it, if you're going to play Moutinho, but you, like, need the 1,000, Brownhill, yeah, definitely, same thing. I played uh, Brownhill at some point last season. I don't know if it worked out well for me or not. But so just going to back to what you said, uh, the last time that Westwood did not play, Brownhill took four corners and McNeil took zero. I don't know what mm -hmm. that means, but it's a stat. Uh Burnley Definitely. lost that match 2-0 at Liverpool. So if Brownhill has taken four corners at Liverpool, you got to think he could get a few against uh, Wolves. So Yeah, no, and then that that stat it just makes me think the the Seppi situation would be exactly the same. Brownhill would mm -hmm. do exactly what McNeil does every game. Or sorry, exactly what Westwood does every game. So yeah, yeah for Westwood at 5,000. Right. So would you play Ashley Westwood for 3,200? I would. So, you know, Wolves. Yeah. Might be the spot to punt. Like, uh, if you need it, it doesn't seem too bad, to be honest. Yeah. I know. Seems like we're going to be mentioning this Wolves Burnley match a lot, but Wolves, uh, they, I don't know if they want to say, if I want to say dominated, but they were outplayed by Norwich last match. And, like I'm not convinced that they're that much of a better team than Burnley. So 3,200 set pieces. That seems like a pretty good way to go there for cash games. Yep, I would agree with you. This right, the Wolves. This this lineup that Wolves is going to throw out there against them too is like it should be an even matchup. It's not like Wolves are that much better. You're right. It's like a 50-50 game. Brownhill seems like the cash play. Um, yeah, Brownhill, Cornet. There you go. That seem that seems like a two goals right there, or at least two goals, two assists. That's what I'll say. Cor two Cornet goals. Yeah. So that's now now Ward Prowse and Brownhill. I got in the in the midfield spots. So we can go from there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Defender is, I'm going to say, you know, the hardest thing you want to decide on here. So we got Reese James, and we can decide, or we can find out in in the second round of of the lineups coming out here that he's either not, he's either going to play or he's not going to play. And he's 8,700. So if, if your lineup has him in there, and he doesn't play, you're going to have to make a lot of decisions, I guess we'll say, because his replacement will either be Asper Equeta, who is 4,600, or Hudson Adoy, who is 7,500. So, do you think are your original builds going to have Reese James in here? Is there is there too much of a question with that? Or and also, is he too expensive there at 8,700 without guaranteed set pieces? Yeah, like I think even if he was 100% healthy, they probably still wouldn't have Reese James, at least cash games, just because uh, there's too many other options. Uh, like the opportunity cost between James and the next guy or the difference between James and the next guy isn't that big. Or, you know, is James better than Trent? I don't know. He's 700 more though. Is James better than Marcus Alonso's $1,800 cheaper than James and taking like taking a ton of set pieces. At least he has been. So I'd probably just go Alonzo uh, over James um, or Alexander Arnold over James. Again, I don't think you're going to be able to fit all these guys in. We're going to have to use like uh, still expensive, but cheaper defender than, than these guys. Like we got Ryan eight Nori. Um, who just he continues to crush basically. Um, You're definitely playing him. I know that for sure. I mean, it's it's hard not to when he's just when he just does it every time. And then, you know, I wouldn't force it, but home against Burnley is is what you want. So like that's a great matchup. So it's a fine price, like sixty two hundred. You might like. Kind of seems like I could see where you'd think it's expensive on this slate just because he's not, you know, he's not on one of the elite teams, but that's okay. He plays forward and he takes sets. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going eight Nori most likely. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, tell me what you think. Like break down these like expensive defenders. Where are you going to start? Yeah. So the first look I did, I, 
decided not to go with any of the high price guys. Like Cancelo at 7,100 is not what I'm looking at right there. Um, just with no set pieces, really. 7,100 and that just that matchup in general. Uh, I don't know. It's, I know Manchester City are a big favorite. They're going to have a lot of possession, but I don't know. Something that Villa are doing under Gerard. So, like, I looked at their recent matches. They've had 37% possession in their last two matches, but they just aren't allowing good looks on, on net. Like, they won their first two matches under Gerard, but the expected goals uh, for both combined teams is only like one. And if, you know, if they can somehow continue to do that, just, you know, Manchester City will have 70% possession, but they won't have the good looks and on that kind of thing. They won't have the the good crosses in the box, that kind of thing. I'm just not a huge fan of Manchester City on the slate. And then when you got an expensive Cancelo without set pieces, I'm off of that. Mm-hmm. I do like Alonzo, like you said, just uh, the price difference there between him and James is the way to go. I uh, can't recommend Dina against Liverpool, but yeah, first look, I was looking at like you ate Nori 6,200 seems like a lot, but uh, they didn't have a ton of set pieces last match. He still found his way to 13.3 points. Um, he's already had a big 22.5 match without making the score sheet against West Ham Burnley or Burnley. So um, yeah, there's yeah. really a lot of ways to go. And like, if you don't want, if you don't even want to spend up on Alexander Arnold, like Robertson is 5,300 and we mentioned him on the last show, like he ended up, I think he assisted the first goal finished with, I don't know, maybe the same amount of points as Alexander Arnold had. Mm-hmm. Obviously he doesn't have the same floor, but I, you got to think he's, he still has the upside and he's 5,300, which is, I guess on this say on this slate, it's actually kind of cheap. So there's, I think there's cheap guys. Sure, there's expensive guys, but if you don't want to spend all the way up on defender, like you can go cheaper. Like there's even Lamptey down here, forty nine hundred. Like he, maybe he won't go the full ninety, but like he does so much on the field that he can still get you ten points in most yep. matchups. So there's a lot of ways to go, really. Yeah, no, I agree with all that. Um, you can also throw in Cucurella, who uh, he took three of the. He took three sets or three corners and Gross took seven. Um, I even noticed Cucurella running over from the left side to take take a right-sided corner. Um, so, you know, I'd assume he takes a few set pieces going forward, playing on the wing also. So, you know, he's a similar option to Lamptey. Yeah, both, both those guys are okay away to West Ham. Not the greatest matchup, but not not prohibitive either. Similar, those are similar options to, to Robertson. Those three, um, like yeah, you, you could. I think any of those three would be fine. Um, again, like paying up for, you know, Trent, a Chelsea guy, and eight Nori. Like, is it doable? That's what I would want to do. Um, like, I would want to play Trent, eight Nori, and Alonzo. Um, it, it might be tough, but I guess it depends what you do at goalie. It depends uh, if you punt Brownhill. Um, yeah, so are there any- go Havertz, actually. Yeah, yeah, you, you could go Havertz. Yep. Um, is there anyone cheaper than that? Like, are there any cheap defenders? I, I didn't even really get a chance to look yet. Um, I mean, if if you do, I don't know. Uh, like Luke Thomas at, at 4000 he's he's all right like i don't know there's like if you do spend down you're just 
if you do spend down, I guess I want to say on a fullback, like you're you're at the risk of what five to seven points compared to you know all these other guys have a guaranteed almost a guaranteed floor of ten points here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mentioned Zinchenko earlier and the chance that he starts again. That's gonna it's gonna mess around with some lineups, but three point eight as a defender. Yeah, give me Zinchenko if he starts. I agree. Um, what was it? There was. I played him recently. Oh, Champions League. He started against PSV. He actually or PSG. Um, he actually had a good first half, but they went down one nothing, so he got subbed off. Um, if uh, if City have the lead, I would expect him to stay out there. Um, so yeah, I like I like Zinchenko at that price. Um, yeah, fullbacks. I don't know. I don't really see much. Uh, Kiko Feminia, three point three. Mm. Has like a maybe a little higher floor than some people might think, but bad matchup against Chelsea. If you want yeah. to go for the center back goal, I think uh, Rudiger is the guy here. Oh, I think he brought. Well, he's not. He's not going to be my pick just because he's forty three hundred here. But like, if I don't, if you want to uh, go for that center back goal, uh, he has multiple shots in seven of his last nine matches, and. Like just given this matchup, you, you got to think that he's just going to get more chances against Watford. So, yeah, he just he continues to crush. Honestly, I feel like I've watched a lot of Chelsea games lately, and he's just he's always getting his head on on corners and crosses. He might be like the best in the Premier League at at attacking corners. It's it's yeah, it's just, it's every week, like you said, it's every week. So, um, yeah, he's expensive, but that's probably like the price he should be. I mean, he's averaging yeah. eight over eight fantasy points that's that's pretty good for a center back yeah it's pretty um, crazy yeah um otherwise so, i i don't know nothing really no yeah um just trying to scroll through quickly uh like nothing really cheap center back for for a favorite maybe if you want one but a lot of opportunity cost uh at defender on this slate like for tournaments, at least, I'll be playing, you know, I'll be playing two good defenders, at least, uh, on every team. I know, like, a lot of people, I don't know, people are starting to do that. But a lot of times on the slates, people would just, you know, look to get in Salah or, you know, Liverpool and City mm-hmm. and Chelsea or however many of them as you can. And then you end up with, you know, um, a City center back or a Liverpool center back and, like, you know, a, a bad fullback and you just get crushed. Uh, you just get crushed most of the time when, when the expensive defenders just have a normal game, much less like go off. Um, so I'll be like, just looking for the cheap goal, uh, looking for the guys who, you know, score a goal and score the same amount of points as, as Jota or whoever scores for Liverpool. Um, just as far as construction, that seems to work out better over the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. So for goalkeeper here, are you even considering spending up on these guys? Ederson, 5,900, Mendy, uh, Alisson. I mean, these guys, is there any reason to spend up on this, on a six game slate here for guys who, you know, may not get a clean sheet? Yeah, I don't think so. Just because, um, well, a lot of reasons like we need we need all the money we can get on this slate. Um, 
And even if there is value, like, okay, so one of these guys is at least one. I mean, probably two is, you know, scoring 12, um, which is good. So if this was a three-game slate and all three of them were on it, I would try to afford one because the three keepers going against them, you know, it's likely they all could, it's likely they all score under 10 and they might even, a couple of them might get crushed. So then like the difference you can make up at the goalie position becomes, becomes significant and like really helpful to your lineups. But there's three other games where you can, you know, find double digit, someone who scores double digits in. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll pay down at keeper. Um, for anyone really for whoever correlates in my lineup best i i mean are there any like specific keepers or like spot spots you're looking at like okay start with this um which one of the three cheap home keepers do you have interest in any of them against liverpool city chelsea uh based off my thoughts what i said earlier about manchester city i kind of like martinez uh, i think he's going to get the uh, save opportunities and we've already seen Manchester City go scoreless against a team like Crystal Palace. Like maybe they're going to have possession. Maybe they're going to get some looks. But Villa just haven't been allowing that many good looks. I mean, sure, it's been two matches against non-Manchester City teams. But I think that has to mean something with the way they're playing. And otherwise, I, I just don't think they're as likely to get to get the uh, allow the four or five goals. Whereas... Mm-hmm. Liverpool could pile it on Everton. Chelsea could pile it on Watford. I just don't think it's as likely for that to happen against Villa. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, those are good points. Um, and I just like I, I like Martinez also because at least if Mares doesn't start, it like kind of seems like I'll have less City than Chelsea and Liverpool. So it just sort of makes sense to uh, go with Martinez. Then, what about these other three games? Um, you got a clean sheet in there? Can we can we find a clean sheet somewhere in, in these other three games? There is a clean sheet somewhere. I just don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, Nick Pope looks okay, obviously. 4,100. Um, you know, in a matchup that we've talked about that's could be pretty even. Uh, you know, he's not much more expensive than goalies who are, like, very likely to lose. So Pope is like Pope, Sanchez, similar thing. Um, like the matchup makes sense for Pope really, just cause Wolves have pretty much struggled to score all season. It's just that Burnley's defense has kind of fallen apart lately. And so, yeah, I don't, it makes it kind of tougher, but you know, this is, there's always a situation that this is another scoreless draw or something and you're getting three saves and, and a clean sheet or something like that, or even a, a possible win. Uh, I guess if you go with a uh, Brown Hill and Cornette there, you can get that can get the win and clean sheet too. Yeah. Um, it's just good salary compared to the other ones. Like I, I'll probably make some lineups that, uh, that end with Sanchez and then just switch it to Pope, assuming that the lineups don't have wolves or West Ham attackers. Like I like those guys at the, at the same price where, Hopefully one of them does well, sort of make the same lineup with with each of the keepers. Um, but uh, obviously, it's goalie, play whoever you want, play who mm-hmm. fits the construction. Um, I'd say if, if you have money for some reason, I'd say Alisson 
is the best option, um, even though it doesn't say it in price, just because I think he has more save opportunities than the other guys. Like, I, I don't think Watford are going to get a ton of looks. We already mentioned the people out for them. And then Villa, they already haven't been getting a lot of shots on target uh, in the last couple matches with Gerard. So I think, and then it's a derby anyway, and that match is always, you know, a little more, a little more yeah. higher paced and up and down kind of thing. So I think the saves will be there for Alisson. Obviously, there's yeah. more uh, possibility he doesn't get the clean sheet, but those are the chances you take there for paying 5700 for a goalkeeper. Right. Um, so normal, normally I agree with you in this matchup. Um, I just want to, like, Everton have looked as bad as, like, I can ever remember seeing them. Um, and then, you know, not having Calvert-Lewin and, yeah, okay. I don't know. I think Everton are in trouble. Um, for me, if I have to make a prediction out of those three, like out of those three big underdogs, I think Watford will take more shots than Everton and Villa. But we shall see. Well, you got Townsend and Gray. That's like having two Ronaldos on the same team. Those guys are just going to unleash shots from outside the box. You don't think that's going to be resulting saves there? Um, Townsend has one shot in his last. <laughs> Four games. <laughs> um, no, obviously it's also you know it's kind of it's kind of random and lucky too. You know which just which way the ball bounces. I guess if shots go on target or not. If I don't know, like it's trying to predict it. Whatever. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we got. I don't know. We talked an hour without Jordan, which I didn't think was possible, but here we are. No, I thought it was going to be a short one, but I mean, you know, we didn't really know the slate too much, so we kind of just rambled through it trying to figure it out. It was pretty pretty good. Yeah, a lot of talk about, a lot of decisions to make, and then more decisions to make tomorrow once lineups come out. So good luck with that. But that's it for the show. If you have any questions for us, Ryan is at Ryan Belangi. I am at RotoZadroik. That's on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on the Rotowire Discord, which is you can find that through rotowire.com slash chat to get a free trial. 10-day free trial, that is. No credit card required. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Again, this is has been talking Wednesdays, six-game slate at DraftKings. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever listening. Thank you to so, so rare for sponsoring. And that's it for the show. Um Good luck to Rudiger. He's going to have, he's going to get this goal. Uh, neither one of us are probably going to play him. He's probably going to be about 3% in GPP or something. And he's going to get the goal and clean sheet. So uh, congrats to everyone playing him. Ryan, thanks for joining me today. And we'll see everyone as usual uh, on Friday. Thanks, Adam. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.